The title of this episode is a common question I get from people when I go down like the list of foods that I don't like or eat and almost 25 year old Jamila is setting the record straight today. Welcome to the Simply Jamila podcast. Hello. Hi, how is it going? I hope you're doing well. Listen to this. So it's Saturday night. I'm living my best life. Not really. I was just like writing a book review. It's up on Simply Jamila. I love my old book reviews. And I'm like sitting here about to go edit a podcast that I thought that I recorded and never did. (laughs) That's how I'm doing. I am just so, I don't know where I am mentally and which is probably why I like cut all my hair off to be honest like just trying to control something and figure out where I am because I have no freaking idea I don't I don't really know what's going on to be honest I have a massive headache so we'll see like how I power through I was like literally going to edit about five to ten minutes of this episode that I thought that I recorded and then I was gonna go to bed and then I was like dang I should probably actually record it so I can edit it get out all my ums and (sighs) deep breathing that tends to happen but anywho before we get into what this episode's all about you know i gotta share some black and beautiful news especially because it's black history already got the world on me give a pretty brown girl her space you can keep your bitter i'm gonna make a better i say especially because it's black history month and then the black and beautiful news that i have isn't even that great i think one of the challenges with recording an episode every week is like there's not always something great happening with black people every week so you know i try to do what i can for the culture especially during this month but like y'all gotta give me something to share for this episode i have a little something um especially if you liked this particular tv show we are getting a season two of survival of the thickest it is a show on netflix by michelle buteau it is a show that i talked about before because i definitely recommended it and i still recommend it it's such a funny easy lightweight light-ish weight show i will say of course they tackle things that black people go through and they, they share our culture and the complexities that come with all of it but i think it's a very good show i it put a smile on my face the entire time that i watched it i binged it it was so good michelle buteau is an amazing comedian and woman and i'm happy that she's like actually getting a chance to shine i didn't realize how many like tv shows in tv shows she was in especially on netflix and she was just kind of like there for a couple lines and then would like bounce like this is it's been pretty nice seeing her really have her moment to shine and with that i think she's actually getting a second netflix special and i don't laugh at a lot of netflix specials but i found hers to be decently funny there were a couple moments that really had me like laughing i'm sorry but what's his name joe coy or whatever like i can't i can't watch his and laugh it's just, they're just not funny to me anyway that's the black and beautiful news that i have for you today nothing crazy let's just keep on going listen y'all i'm the I'm so out of it. I try to have a drink to share every episode as per usual to help with the whole like slip smacking situation I got going on, but my drink's deflated. (laughs) It's not deflated, but it's just like, okay, there's no carbon in it. So I went to the grocery store today. I'm trying to limit the way that I am consuming this Harris Teeter brand strawberry lemonade, which I think I might've talked about in the last episode but it's so good. Like I realized I had an addiction when I threw away an empty bottle this morning and then finished another bottle at dinner and threw a bottle away. And I was like, yikes, that's two empty bottles in one trash bag. 
of a lemonade that I've been buying for the past two months and the expiration date hasn't changed on it. Like I'll go every week and get a bottle, at least one, and all of the bottles hit they expire on April 23rd. So when April 23rd hits, like what's the plan? You know what I mean? And then am I the only one that's buying it? Is that why they just like stay stocked on the shelves and that's why they have the same expiration date? Like what what's going on? And what is in it that makes it an addictive drink? But I'm trying to stop myself from drinking it tonight, at least for the sake of editing this or recording this episode. But the only other drink that I have in my fridge that isn't the water currently being filtered through my Brita is an orange soda that I got from a little pizza party on Friday but it's like the carbon's gone and it tastes weird. It's the Sunkist brand of orange soda, so it's not even Fanta and it, it ain't good. Pizza Hut, up up your game when it comes to your soda selection. I couldn't do Starry, so I was like, why don't we get orange soda? And even that was like, girl, I should have done that. I shouldn't have done that. It's like I go to take a drink of it and then it's it just, no. It's a fat no, but I'm drinking it for the sake of you not hearing spit bubbles. <laughs> Okay, I don't know if I've talked about food on here. I think I feel like I have maybe as like a part of one episode, but this is going to be a food dedicated episode. And considering it's literally talking about things that I do and do not eat, it's probably not going to be a long episode. So you're welcome and or I am sorry and or you probably don't care. And like, I get it. Same. I, you know what, I was like, so many people ask me what I eat, what I don't eat. And now that I am, and I, one day I will go an episode without mentioning that I am a teacher. Honestly, hopefully one day I'm not a teacher. I'm just be very, very real with you. We, we have, we've had a lot of things going on in our brains this past week, but that's been a thought. Especially because why do I got to pay over $3,000 for a license to teach and you need teachers? Like I understand why teachers aren't wanting to teach because who's trying to pay $3,000 and go to school for the next three years just to get permission to step into a classroom. But we're not going to dive into that, at least not today. <laughs> we are going to dive into me teaching food and nutrition. And now that I am teaching this class, I feel like I get the question now more than ever, especially with my students, about what I do and do not like to eat. And the second that I said I don't like chicken, every, and I mean, I teach prim- more primarily black kids, just to be very real. And so when I said I don't like chicken, everyone just kind of like stopped taking notes and put their pencils down. <laughs> And they all looked at each other and they waited for the one kid who kind of like, you know, there's always this one kid who will actually speak in class. They waited for him to be like, so why don't you eat chicken? And I was just like, it just, you know, it's not, it's, I was, it just doesn't taste good. It's not, it's not for me, but we'll dive into all that here in a second. But after I told them that they were like, so what do you eat? Are you vegetarian? And I think it's so funny that that is like people's automatic thought because they don't eat one particular type of animal. I will say I mentioned my age at the beginning of this episode because my taste buds now could be completely different in five years, six months. Believe it or not, there was a time when I did like chicken. I know. Crazy. I'm shook too. (laughs) Of course, I, as I've mentioned several times, I don't now, but I, I, I used to like it. And I remember when the moment hit and I was like, I can't do this anymore because I said it to my family on my mom's side at like a little gathering and my cousin who's my age was very quick to like take my black card and even now my students will try to take my black card and I'm like y'all it's been gone since I was 12 like (laughs) you're behind you are behind you are late with where I'm teaching now 
lot and i was called an oreo and all this other jazz in high school so the the nicknames are not new to me i think the way i act the way i speak my interest very much so resemble or at least they used to resemble that of michelle obama so there was that period of time in high school when i was called michelle obama if i wasn't being called an oreo or in certain special people's cases a coconut but it kind of like the the kids that i'm teaching now i'm black obviously but with the way that i speak and then me not being from here my mannerisms like all this other stuff that really just makes me who i am it kind of like trips them out and i know they think that i'm an oreo i've heard the discussions like i i talk very not quietly but i value like quiet i value silence i value you know and some people talk loud and that's been like a very big adjustment for me is being in a room and trying not to tell someone to keep it down if that's their natural speaking volume you know what i mean so the second that i say that i don't like chicken i immediately get called an oreo by like half the class they're like oh yeah she's been whitewashed they have literally said that i've been whitewashed because i don't like chicken and i think we got to get rid of all these stereotypes associated with like cultures because why and then it gets worse when i'm like they're like do you like watermelon and i'm like no i can't do watermelon i don't do greens i can't do greens i recently got into cornbread and that's just because my grandma showed me how she makes her cornbread and like my grandpa too he's is like a little bit sweeter which is really really good but like i love their cornbread but i can't like the smell of greens i can't do it which is so sad i don't care if it's mustard or collard i just i can't do greens so when i start to like name these things i lose my black card and i'm not offended anymore i think it it's upset me a lot more when i was a kid but now i just think it's funny because at the end of the day like i feed myself and i don't care so that's I mean, that, that's it another example of my taste buds evolving and this is one that i'm so happy is like a thing so i used to hate avocado i used to like look at avocado and be like that is disgusting when avocado toast is what all the girls were like putting on like instagram and in their vlogs and like all this stuff you know i'm talking about like every influencer in the freaking world was eating avocado toast like every single day for that period of time i was like this is disgusting how are you guys eating this green mushy thing and then when did i have it for the first time and i was like wait a minute time out i can't remember it might have either been it was either guacamole or it was a there's like a farmhouse hash bowl that you can get at first watch and it comes with avocado in it it's like avocado tomato i always get my over easy egg where the yolk is running because ooh, mm, so good if you make guacamole right avocados it can elevate any dish if you make it right because i think part of why i didn't really like avocados is i'm not gonna say who but i'm gonna say someone in my family made guacamole and it was three ingredients and there was not enough of two of the ingredients there it's just green but if you add like good flavors in there and really like enhance the guacamole enhance the avocado 
so good. Anywho, I used to hate it though. I used to absolutely hate it. And I would get nervous, especially because there was one day, and I'll talk a little bit more about this because I think this is one of my favorite memories ever, going to my friend's house for her birthday and eating like authentic tacos. And I kind of got nervous when they were like talking about it because I was like, if I have to eat guacamole, I'm gonna like not be happy about it. But I didn't. All right, so that's my that's my chicken spiel. Let's get into (laughs) my lactose intolerance spiel. I consume dairy like an addict, but I am so heavily lactose intolerant. It is disturbing. Listen, I'm telling you, I promise you I'm not doing well, which this, I shouldn't like say that very calmly and casually, but like every day this past week, I had at least two servings of ice cream. I went through two jugs of ice cream. So with that being said, and I knew it was bad when I got to like day four of like, let me just eat ice cream and murder my stomach. I was like, "Mm, mental health, yikes, because your mental health does, or at least it can affect what you consume, what you put into your body. So anyway, I was just like, my stomach was ripped apart. Like pretty much every day of last week, I had the runs. It was not good at all. And I had the runs like the worst time. It'd be like, okay, school's about to start. And I'm like, crap, I got to like bolt down the hallway around the corner, make a right to get to the bathroom. And it was rough. Anyway, I am lactose intolerant and has not stopped me from drinking dairy. I will test the limits. I just, that's it. My grandma told me that your milk can stop still be good seven days after expiration and i be i put that to the test i will try to make my milk last as long as it possibly can although this past time i drank it one day after the expiration and it didn't taste right and the next thing you know i'm like on the ground like stomachs in pain we're not doing too well things gotta come out of our system i i don't know i just i can't stop consuming milk just because milk does not agree or like my stomach I try to be very like aware of what I am eating or drinking in public, especially because it's like, okay, if this is going to go through me here in about a couple hours, we need to be on our way to our destination or home somewhere. So that way I can just have access to the bathroom and let it go. But when I have a combination of like a lot of milk and a lot of gluten, then I get a little backed up and then I start to get texts (laughs) and calls about have I pooped? and everyone knowing that I have it. This is a little like TMI, but you know what? Part of food and nutrition is how it comes out of your body, okay? It's one of the nutrients that you have to learn. Anyway, so milk is bad for me. I have horrible acid reflux, but like I've mentioned with my addiction to this lemonade, I've literally bought four jugs of that lemonade in the past like two weeks. Like it's really, really bad. It's really, really bad. It's probably also contributed to my stomach being toe up from flow up. I just, and I love lemonade. Lemonade is my cop-out drink when I'm going to any restaurant and I don't know what they have, especially because if it's like, if I want a Sprite, but they don't have Sprite and they have Starry and they won't say it and I will figure it out when I get my drink, then I get pissed because I don't want Starry. There is a difference between Starry and Sprite and you can argue with the wall because you are wrong if you say otherwise. Anyway, so if I'm not like drinking or if I am not, you know, let me just get water to cleanse my palate. Like if I want something flavorful to 
consume but i don't have the time to look at the menu because listen i just i have a genuine genuine question i love waiters i love waitresses y'all work so hard i love the service community y'all are good people and you deserve to be consistently treated with kindness but why do you ask me what i want to drink as soon as i sit down like why don't you give me time to process that you've put the menu on the table or in my hand depending on the restaurant like give me a second let me sit down first you know what i mean why are you immediately asking me what i want to drink so i don't do well in those situations i'm already like awkward as heck in public if you've eaten out with me you know there i can never have a smooth sailing meal with anyone that I eat out in public with. The only time I have a smooth sailing meal with someone is when I'm eating by myself. I'm already awkward when I'm going out to eat with people. And so I immediately feel that pressure and that like, that like, ah, <laughs> don't be weird to me, I feel that as soon as they're like, can I get something to drink for you? And I'm like, well, let me, I haven't even looked at the name of the restaurant that we're at. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, give me a moment. So with that being said, bringing it back around so I stop rambling, I go to Lemonade as a cop-out because I can't think of a time that I went to a restaurant and they didn't have a lemonade. I think the one time I went to a restaurant and they didn't have a lemonade, they brought me back high C. Still cool with me. Fine with me. It's not sorry. So that's it. That's it's all right. I kind of mentioned this when I talked about milk, but I do have like, it's like a cute little gluten allergy. It just she's she's cute and tiny she's not as like problematic she more like stops me up instead of keeps me flowing if you know what i mean but i consume pasta like it's nobody's business hence my high cholesterol which we're going to the doctor in april so i have two months to to get this crap under control so that way she's not like you need help you know what i mean oh my goodness i have two months okay it's fine not stressed out but if I consume like a lot of, and this, I remember talking about this in the podcast when it happened and I took a picture of my like incredibly bloated stomach and it kind of blew up in my family and it was like this whole weird thing and blah, 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 blah. It was stupid. But essentially I like look, I get, not look, I get incredibly bloated when I eat a lot of gluten and considering I eat pasta every day, although I've gotten better, mm, I can't say I've gotten better about it today because I did eat pasta today, but I ate pasta today because I need to go to the grocery store, but I couldn't go to the grocery store hungry, you know, and I need to have something to like get me there. I get, I get heavily bloated when I eat pasta and sometimes given my stature, I look pregnant when I eat pasta and it doesn't help with the way that I like rub my stomach, but it literally helps with the physical pain that I am in because I am so heavily bloated. And so I made a little joke out of me looking pregnant from eating pasta because of the gluten allergy, but it went sideways. We don't have to talk about it. And that's kind of where the gluten allergy, she's cute. She stops me up. She makes me look like I am with child. And then I take my little lactate poopy medicine and wait a couple days, unfortunately, and then things come out. There's a lot of poop discussion this episode, and I am not sorry because part of being a human and part of eating is pooping. And if you're not pooping every day, A, you're like me, which isn't healthy, and B, you're supposed to poop every day. Another thing with foods that I don't eat, should eat, I don't know, I don't don't really know, but Hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos make my nose bleed. And anytime I say that, it it doesn't help in the whole you're not black situation, which is fine. 
but hot Cheetos make my nose bleed. I cannot do it. I'm not good with spicy food at all. You should have seen me the one time we went to an Indian restaurant. It was bad. It was bad. I was trying to hold it together and like seem calm, but I was not. <laughs> I wasn't calm like at all. It was, I can't do spicy food. But the crazy thing is like, if you give me a glass of milk, which I know lactose intolerant, but the jalapeno Cheetos, I will gobble them up love them everything like a champ like just give me a glass of milk and we're perfectly fine but me with hot cheetos and and that's i'm saying hot cheetos because i feel like they're not even that spicy but like it is the bare that was a weird way of saying it but it's like the bare minimum of like spice level and it like kills my insides so i can't handle spicy food either which is just so sad literally when i stayed with my friends for a couple weeks there was like a cute little amount of like pepper in one of the meals and I about barely made it with that. Like it's just so bad. But I can like, I can put seasoning in my food. I promise you, my food is not bland. It's seasoned. It's just like, wow, like that's sad. It's sad. So I've talked about like all of my restrictions, right? And at this point it's like, okay, you're not eating chicken. You can't have dairy. You can't have super acidic foods. So like people are like, you want an orange? And I'm like, no, the acid, it's kind of crazy. I've already had enough acid today. You can't really consume that much gluten. Um, you can't have spicy foods. Like what, what do you eat? Currently at this moment in life, I am a soup and salad girl all the way, except when I'm going out to eat. I love, and I want to do this so bad, but I'm one person and I feel like lettuce and produce, they just wilt so easily that it makes me nervous as far as buying them but my grandma sometimes when she doesn't want to cook and it's you know no one's like forcing her to cook every day it's just she's a grandma she loves to do it sometimes my grandpa will make his like shrimp and broccoli alfredo and it's so 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 good if no one wants to cook my grandma is like we'll just have these like gourmet salads but they're not really gourmet she'll she'll boil an egg and like we'll get eggs she'll put like little pieces of ham bacon like tomatoes cucumbers the carrots like it's like these nice fantastic salads and i will eat it up i love just like big salads with veggies and it's just so nice and like even getting the pre-made salads from like target grocery which are so 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 good there's um i think it's like a chipotle one it's a chipotle chicken one but i always take chicken out because duh but um, there's like corn and black beans with it. And even just that little combo is so good. My go-to salad dressing, which honestly makes the salad lose its health factor, but it's fine, is a Thousand Island. I love Thousand Island dressing. Like, you can't tell me nothing. I love Thousand Island dressing. I will, I will, I'll tear a salad up like it's nobody's business. Like what? Make that a first date and we're getting married. <laughs> On the other hand, I love soup, but I love like chunky soups. Yeah, like I don't like Olive Garden soup. Everyone raves it about it. Like when you order pasta and they're like, you want super salad? Like I don't want either. I want you to go away, to be honest. I don't like their salad. Olive Garden, I think is the one place where I don't like soup or salad. I love like thick soups and I love creamy soups. Um, If you know me, even if you don't know me, if you've like seen it on Instagram, like I love making sweet potato soup. I've made two different versions and both are just so good and chunky. I love just like a regular potato soup. I love like a chowder, get broccoli and cheddar soup. Does it every time. 
I love it. And I'll, I'll classify like chili as a soup just for the sake of this episode, but I love chilies too. Like just so good. They're so filling. I love how they just like fill me up like every time without fail and being someone who lives alone we're balling on a budget all that jazz it's so easy to make a soup and a to freeze it b to have it for multiple days and then c to not really get tired of it because i feel like you can always add things to a soup you can add an extra topping like for me sometimes I'll eat like toast with it or I'll eat cornbread with it, especially if it's a potato soup. But like with my chili, I can add cheese one day and sour cream with chili. And depending on the soup that I make, it can be put over rice. It can be put over noodles. Like I like how you can add a little something or do a little something extra when it comes to soup and even salad because salad, you can make it however, which way you want. Hey, croutons, I ain't never doing it. Yeah, at this current moment in time, I'm a big soup and salad girl and I'm just trying to figure out like how long to keep ingredients for a salad because even though salads are very fulfilling I don't want to be you know I don't want to just sit there for two days in a row and eat just straight lettuce so and then I like to do my grocery shopping on the weekend so I'm still figuring out how to like make not make salads at home because it sounds bad but the proper time like if I want a salad tonight do I need to get the ingredients before I make the salad you know I'm still trying to just figure out that element of it when's the proper timing I guess for buying ingredients almost 25 year old Jamila is absolutely in love with soup and salads I'm definitely getting there when it comes to seafood I love, um, I mentioned my grandpa's like shrimp and broccoli alfredo, do it for me every time. He's taught me the recipe, so I'll make that. I love kind of shrimp as my source of like meat. Um, As far as like missing out on chicken, my sources of protein, definitely eggs. I love scrambled eggs and beans. I'm a sucker for beans. Like I love, 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 love beans, love beans. They're good for your heart, but they make you fart or whatever that like nursery rhyme is. And I don't even care because they're a source of protein and they're so good. I have a thing of peanut butter because peanuts are also a really good source of protein. But like, you know, (sighs) I look at peanut butter and think about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I think about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and I think about my childhood and then I get sad and then I don't want the sandwich anymore. Going back before I went off on my little tangent, I told myself that I was gonna be a pescatarian, which is people who like the only meat that you eat is fish. But like sometimes I want a pepperoni pizza. (laughs) you know and like I'm trying all these new recipes every week and they call for like beef or turkey or pork and I'm like oh there goes that pescatarianism you know what I mean so I don't know but I want to so bad I think that even if it's just for like a year maybe just six months but only eating like seafood I really want to see what happens there I've never had salmon like actual like salmon I've had like the salmon cakes but that's like salmon that's come from a can I believe but I want like actual like salmon I recently and I know this falls under the category of pasta but like it's different okay authentic ramen does it for me every time oh my goodness I love it I don't really do well with like Chinese food I love fried rice I do love like plain fried rice and I'm so happy because there's like so many hibachi places near me like (laughs) Wait till I get my money up. I'm going to be eating fried rice for like a month. I'm so excited. But I have yet to find like a good ramen place. There is a pho place close to me and I haven't tried pho before. And so I'm really excited about trying it one day. But I will say like all I can think about is ramen, like authentic 
ramen i want some so bad i might have to drive two hours to get some and i'm so serious about it and i'm so dedicated to it i don't care let's not forget i'm the same girl who drove four hours to cincinnati for some queso like i will drive for food (laughs) that'll oh my goodness i'm putting that on a shirt the way i will travel just to like eat something and yeah i just i'll do it I don't care. I'm very spontaneous. I don't know if we've learned that yet. I will just, there's, it's weird. There's a big fear in me. Like I'm scared of a lot of things, but then there's also this fearlessness in me. And for some reason, doing things that are just random is that fearlessness, you know, cutting my hair off again, mid mental breakdown, driving for food, flying for food, Flying just to fly, to be honest. Um, jumping out of the airplane. <laughs> like, I will just do things. And I don't care. And I'll, like, say things to people. Like, I accidentally called another teacher old. But that was a whole, like, yeah, to have been there kind of moment. But he's not old. It was just, like, we are talking about respect. And I was like, oh, they respect you because you're old. <laughs> I will do whatever I have to do for the sake of delicious food and I'm about to do that for some ramen. I will say I want to definitely expand my palate more. I really enjoy, and this is like a memory that I kind of started talking about earlier, was eating authentic Mexican food. Like when I say I will never forget those tacos, I want them so bad. We had them for a birthday and low-key, you know, I was like, let me, I want to do something big for 25. But then the more I think about like how much I'm going to be doing this summer, because I already have two trips planned and then just like how much closer we're getting. Like I'm recording this on February 17th. My birthday is June 17th. I We're exactly four months away, which is a lot of time. But at the same time, it's like if I'm going to go somewhere, I need to figure that crap out now. And where am I going to go considering I have to buy tickets to Tennessee for May? You know what I mean? So like I'm thinking about all this and planning my birthday and I'm like, maybe I could just have my cow tongue tacos. I freaked my students out when we talk, were talking about me not eating chicken because as soon as I said I don't eat chicken, I was like, but I'll eat cow tongue. And they were like, cow tongue? What? Da, 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 da. Like all these other, there was some explosives thrown in there. Like they were very expressive about how disgusting cow tongue is. I'm like, it's literally beef. And they start talking about the different parts of a pig that they eat, which don't get me started on how much I dislike chitlins. I don't get it. I don't understand the hype. How do you get past the smell? If you know me or you've been out to eat with me and I'm like trying something for the first time, I smell my food first. Don't, uh, no, I can't do it with chitlins. Until someone figures out how to cook chitlins without them stinking up a home and looking like what they are, which is pig intestines, until someone figures that out, don't put me near them. I don't want to be near them. None of it. Low key, you know what? I hate inflation. I don't like the way the economy's going but I'm so happy the price of chitlins has gone up (laughs) because nobody in my family is buying them. They're not touching them. And I'm grateful. It is the only time that I'm grateful for inflation because that means that they are not around during Thanksgiving or these random moments when my grandma will crave a food and then do whatever she can to like have it because I love her to pieces. But why she called me a couple weeks ago asking about a turkey And I was like, like a Thanksgiving turkey? She was like, yeah, do they have them near you? First of all, (laughs) I'm 10 hours away. Even if I found the turkey, how how do you want to get it? And then B, like we had Thanksgiving. 
our Christmas was a little, and I think part of watching Winter Turkey is because our Christmas was a little different. We do have a tradition of eating Christmas dinner at my grandma's house, but we changed up the menu. We always have a turkey and a ham, but we were like, as a family, we were just like, you know, let's keep the tradition of being here alive, but let's change the food up a little bit. And I jokingly, like when I say jokingly, jokingly, like I jokingly suggested a pasta bar. Like we have Alfredo sauce and then spaghetti and then you could put it on like these different kinds of like pastas and you can add sausage if you want. Like I really was like just kind of saying things and then we actually had a pasta bar at Christmas and I was like, oh, um, thank you. <laughs> Oops, how did I get there? I see, this is the thing about me recording late at night. Like I will segue into something or go onto a rant about something or like tangent, whatever the case may be. And then I'll forget how I get there. Yikes, that's really sad. I'm getting older. Not me saying I'm getting older just because I can't remember things. Let me calm down. I'm barely halfway through my 20s. It feels like I'm farther along because of the bills. Paying for another driver's license. I need to stop moving. But I also need like things to just be better. You know what I mean? And I feel like they won't be better until I stop moving. Or I don't feel like I'll stop moving until things get better. So it's it's that's a whole separate topic that we will say for a completely different day. But anywho, I do get the question a lot about me eating beef. And honestly, I will if I can avoid eating beef, I will. But like I mentioned, when I go out to eat, that's kind of when I tend to not order soups and salads. And my go to with a restaurant is a hamburger. It is. Unfortunately, my go to is a hamburger. There was, I don't remember what place. Oh, it was like a restaurant attached to a hotel where you could like build your hamburger. And I got a turkey burger and it was really, really good. And recently I went to Cheddar's and normally when I go to Cheddar's, I immediately get a hamburger, but I got their like shrimp Alfredo pasta and it was not bad at all. So I'm trying to get better as far as like ordering different things when I go to restaurants. But like at the same time, you can't put a Jack Brown's near me and think that I'm just going to go for the fries. Like I'm going to go and get my hamburger that has the barbecue chips and the mac and cheese on it. Absolutely. Every time. Every freaking time. I, I have definitely straight away from bacon. Like I used to cook bacon and gobble it down like it was nobody's business. I haven't bought bacon in... I literally don't think I've, yeah, wow, that's kind of weird to think about. I haven't bought bacon the entire time I've lived here, like in North Carolina. So it's been well over a year since I've bought bacon. That's kind of crazy. I never liked pork chops. I really don't eat steak. If I can avoid eating meat, I will. But like if the recipe calls for a meat, then I will, you know, use that. But sometimes I'll just like eat meat and then I'll feel like, I will feel disgusting afterwards, not like physically disgusting, but I just feel like bad about myself. And like I mentioned earlier in the episode, there is a connection between your mental health and what you're taking in as far as food goes. So I don't know. I try to like just limit myself as far as the amount of meat that I'm eating and vegetables. I who Someone made Brussels sprouts and they were so good. I swore up and down when I was a kid, I'd never eat Brussels sprouts because they were just nasty like people weren't cooking them well and then someone made like amazing oven roasted brussels sprouts and i was like heck yes i know my i had a relative in my family she made oven roasted asparagus and it's really good so i love my vegetables apparently if it's just if they just come from an oven i don't know i do love my vegetables i'm getting there as far as like fruits go i think it just kind of depends on this the way or the process 
the stage of life. I don't freaking know that the fruit is in. Cause like blueberries, I think I had like blueberries that were not ripe or were too ripe or something. And they were like, I couldn't do it. And normally I can eat blueberries like with nothing. But this kind of experience, I was like, mm, maybe I should stop eating blueberries by themselves and just like fall back a little bit, you know? I think that's um all I can really contribute as far as the food discussion goes. I feel like I've talked a pretty long time about food and that's not what I was anticipating, but I'm happy that I was able to do that. I think I can do it again if you are interested. And even if you're not interested, I say this with all of my heart, I don't care. It's my podcast. So... <laughs> I'll talk about as much food as I want. I feel like we didn't get to like the snack or dessert portion. So maybe we'll we'll do like a part two later in the year about all this like snacks that I eat. Because I haven't really started snacking until about a week ago when I was like, you know, sometimes I'm just hungry and I want something to eat. And instead of like taking food that someone offers me when they realize that I'm like rubbing my stomach and slightly pale, I should probably just like have a snack. You know what I mean? Anyway, all right, we are about to reach a category three headache, which means it is time to get some recs and regrets so I can get into the bed. I watched Saltburn. I watched Saltburn. I'ma just, before you click out of this episode, cause it always happens. I watched Saltburn and listen, it wasn't that nasty. I don't know what that says about me, but it wasn't that disgusting. I don't know. I just, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't know. People were making it seem a lot worse than it actually was. I think there was definitely like some symbolism there. Like, honestly, still trying to figure out why he had sex with the grave of a man that he intentionally tried to kill. But like, am I an artist? (laughs) I'm like thinking and I'm like, did I watch it from like an artist perspective? And that's why I wasn't like grossed out about it. Cause I was just trying to figure out like the different symbolism. It gave me the same energy as Parasite, especially with like what it was commentating on in society. There was like so much, I don't know, there was symbolism in Parasite and I feel like there's symbolism in this one, but I need to like rewatch it to figure it out. But then I'm like, do I really want to watch him dance around a house with his willy out for like a minute and a half at the end of a movie. Like, I don't really know. But honestly, I don't think it was that gross. And I would not be surprised if I watched it again. I can't say whether I recommend it or not. It's up to your tolerance. I just really, and I'll link this video in the description of this episode. We, I love her to pieces. Ashley Ippolito, she reacted to it kind of. She walked us through it and gave her commentary on Saltburn. And I think because of the way she was explaining it, I finally felt comfortable enough to watch it myself because watching the reaction videos on like TikTok and like Instagram reels, like it, it definitely made it seem way worse than it was. And then when Ashley was explaining it, it wasn't, it didn't seem that bad. And then I watched it and I was like, what in the world were people overreacting about? Next thing I watched with it being Black History Month, it's a show on Hulu called The Hair Tales. Six episodes, just all about black hair and black women. And I think one of my favorite episodes is when we get into the crown act and how we have taken a step or taken a step forward as a country with eliminating discrimination based on someone's hair. Because fun fact, in case you didn't know, 
black children were literally getting like kicked out of school just because of their hair, because their hair was too distracting, because their hair was in the way, blah, 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 blah. So I, I really enjoyed learning more about the, the Crown Act and the protection that that puts in place for black people and their hair. And then I just honestly, like before I decided to, you know, have a crisis and cut all my hair off, I did get inspiration for hairstyles that I would like to have. So I definitely think I'll have to go back and watch it once I'm comfortable with my hair I just I don't think I've ever I don't think I've got comfortable with it and I think that was part of the problem that I was having definitely recommend watching the hair tales if you're curious even if you are not black you can't educate yourself and watch the hair tales it's on Hulu next thing I have is a podcast called Benchtopia and I didn't I don't know I felt bad because so when I record these I in my head it's like I'm listening. It's just me talking to myself. So it's like not a problem. But then I was listening to this podcast and I was getting annoyed. And I was like, oh my goodness. I wonder if this is what people experience when they hear me speak. I don't know. I just, it wasn't interesting. It wasn't as interesting as I thought. I listened to like four episodes too. And I was like, I just, I don't know. I couldn't get down. Last thing that I have is a book called Funny You Should Ask by, I think it's Eliza Sussman, if it's not Alyssa Sussman. I don't know. Either way, so good. I am so happy this book was good because I wasn't sure. And I think one of the best things about it, it's a rom-com, but I think the best thing about it is the writing style. The author's writing style is so different from anything that I've read since Emily Henry. I think part of what makes Emily Henry books so good and addicting is her writing style it's her voice the way even though every story is different it's the way you can still tell it's an emily henry book just because of the writing style that she uses and her voice behind it you can still hear the author no matter what character it is you can still hear the author if that makes sense and the author of funny you should ask is the exact same way her voice is so different and it stands out and even though the story is kind of like a little questionable because how are you falling in love after being in the presence of someone for like six days eight max like even though logistically it's kind of like this is a little too good to be true she writes it so beautifully it's this is it's hands down like such a good book I don't keep a lot of books and if I keep a book that means that I either plan on rereading it or I want to give it to someone to reread in the future and funny you should ask was definitely one of them I highly recommend if you want an easy read to take a break from like the longer books or just whatever you have going on in life or something that you need for the toilet you know since we talked about pooping so much in this episode I definitely recommend funny you should ask and with that being said Thank you so much for listening to me ramble about who knows what. I'm excited to go back and edit this and be like, what in the world was I even trying to say? I appreciate you for attempting to understand. And I am just like spazzing out right now. Like I need to go to sleep. So I'm going to go do that. I hope you have a lovely week and I'll be in your ear next week with another episode of of the Simply Jamila podcast we are so close to episode number 100 and i'm so excited i will talk to you soon i love you all thank you bye don't let your head get in